0: hi there welcome to isometric gaming with perspective this episode of isometric is brought to you by squarespace but we will tell you all about them later right now i am here with a uh, head of development at giant space capriano Wu. how you doing brie
1: that good
2: eh? <laughs> do it do it do it record isometric just do it Do it! Just get out there! I want to see the best episode of Isometric ever! I want to see everyone on the team out there doing it! I want to tell you a story about a man for 30 years. Every single day he's woken up and he has done nothing but thinking about what he wants when people won't give it to him. And he does nothing from sun up to sundown but go and accomplish his dreams. And that man's name is Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster achieves total world Dowination. He Dowinated everything. I was to get out there today and Dowinate this podcast. Let's do it. Come on. We're going to excitement. Dowinate? Dowinate it. Dowinate. this freaking podcast now.
1: I feel like we need to include that Shia LaBeouf video in the show notes this week because I came
2: up with this on my own without any outside influence. Oh yeah, wow. not even Cookie Monster written.
1: Yeah, that's really. She owns Cookie Monster too. That you and Shia came up with such similar ideas for how your inspirational speech should go. Do it.
2: Is,
0: is, is, <laughs> Do it, is, this, what, is this what scrums are like at Giant Space yeah. Cat?
1: I hope yes. so. God, I hope so. I love that video. I unironically love that video. Introduce me yeah, so I, I can say too. that uh, I loved it, Steve.
0: All right. We have we have uh, <laughs> assistant games editor at Pace Magazine, an unironic lover of the Shia LaBeouf video, Maddie Myers. How are you doing, Maddie?
1: I'm doing great because I watched a video of Shia LaBeouf screaming do it into a camera, and it made me feel great about my life and my choices. <laughs> He just, he's, he screams, do it. And he also screams, don't dream your dreams or something like that. I don't even know. I mean, I guess he He, he says
2: like, wait till the point where anyone else would quit and then keep going, which is a very good metaphor for being a woman in tech. So that's why I love that video. Mm -hmm.
0: So you're saying that Shia LaBeouf's message is your message. Is that what you're saying?
2: I'm saying I came up with that on my own without any outside <laughs> influence, but I saw people talking sort of about like it on one of Twitter. Those
1: things where like multiple people come up with similar really good ideas right. at the same time, yeah. but they didn't actually steal from each other. They just independently came up with a really good idea.
2: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I did come up with the term Dalinate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's actually pretty good. That's it's, actually pretty good, I have to say. That one was pretty very, good.
2: World oh. I really like Wait, it. I,
3: gotta, I really like Dalination. it. Nation. That That's that's pretty. I don't know. You you could start with slogans. Pretty if this tech thing doesn't work out. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I, I guess we, we should introduce uh we should introduce our fewer our future world Nation uh, expert and senior editor from iword. and psychotherapist uh, Georgia Dow. How are you in Georgia?
3: It! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams! Yesterday you said tomorrow. Just do it! Do it! Yeah! <laughs> Cookie
1: bunga. Cookie bunga. Everybody should
2: watch that video. It. It's gonna make you feel good. Everyone should just listen to our podcast. Yeah. Like the opening. That's like that video on steroids. I think Shiloh yeah. Buff should
0: listen to our podcast and get some ideas about That's his next right. video, is what he should do.
2: He should, he That's should. Right.
1: Anyway, so that's it, right? We're done.
0: That, I mean, that's it. That's that, that's the show. We have, we have nothing <laughs> else. I don't I don't see how we can top that, honestly. You did
3: a really great job give everybody. Us, give us reviews in iTunes. <laughs>
1: dowinate Dow iTunes. dowinate iTunes with stars. 5 of them.
2: 5. Do yeah. it.
0: So Bree, did you did, you did you Do did it. you get this uh this flash of inspiration before or after you consume 4 pounds of pixie sticks?
2: Oh my uh, god. Yeah, I've been pixie I have been sticks oh my god i've been eating so many of those this week it's been ridiculous so yeah oh man it's embarrassing i was actually up till four in the morning one night because i was so high on pixie sticks i couldn't sleep oh my god you're
3: you're just Mm -hmm. pixie stick trolling me like after like i i can't get any and
2: then you ate them all yeah that's right well i got them to give them to you and then i was like nope you really could have just shipped them i could have but then i wouldn't be high right now
0: i'm just thinking of that episode of the simpsons where they just drink the syrup from the slushy machine and then they go on like this vision quest (laughs) that's what i envision brie playing destiny at like four o'clock in the morning going on like going on like a walkabout in her mind on on all the pixie stick dust that's pretty much my life
2: that's that's accurate
0: (laughs) all right should we should we talk about video games what do you think
1: I say go for it. I say let's seize the day.
0: Follow your Do dreams. It! <laughs> Do it. Uh, so before we talk for 16 hours about Splatoon, um, yes. <laughs> we got one email that, that we wanted to answer on the air. Um, so we got this email from Tony who says he has a question specifically for Bree. Uh, what do you think about Shia LaBeouf? No, um, (laughs) I don't understand how the designs for the female characters in the Batman Arkham games can draw so much ire, but the designs of the female characters in Bayonetta and Mortal Kombat don't. Could you please explain that to me? And and this is coming after, um, I made the mistake of bringing up Arkham Knight at the end of last show. (laughs) And then we went on a, on a bit of a tangent about Poison Ivy's costume.
1: Also, this guy's targeting Brie when I'm pretty sure I complained about it just as much. So thanks, dude. Thanks for noticing. Whatever. Maybe he can't tell our voices
2: apart. No one can. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're like twins, Maddie. Yeah. We're like mm-hmm. very cynical mm-hmm. twins. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think it really comes down to the, the artist's intent. Um, maybe it's not super apparent when you look at it, but when I see it's it's this hard thing to put your finger on that when sometimes you see sexualized designs and they're they're kind of developed for the male gaze. And it's a hard thing to like really put your finger on, but like if there's Uber <laughs> cleavage and like if if the boobs are super gigantic or and, like,
3: specially animated all on their own. Right.
2: I guess I look at it and I look at um those designs, like I look at um, Harley Quinn in in Batman Arkham Asylum series, and she kind of just—I don't want to be her. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't seem empowered. She seems like the she seems like someone that's been kind of taken against her will and kind of turned into an object. Whereas Bayonetta would be very empowered, and you know the new character designs for Mortal Kombat are better. Though every other Mortal Kombat before that, they would be very, very bad. So, you know, it's it's one of these things that um it's it's really hard to define. But the the real issue at hand is empowerment versus objectification. So, I mean, Maddie, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: I have a lot of thoughts on it, yeah. <laughs> so it's too bad that this guy didn't direct his question to me because no it's one too will ba- know what they are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, she, she didn't. She wasn't asked. She can't. It's, say. it's entirely possible that he also included <laughs> me in the question. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up right now. Um, so <laughs> i I have a couple things to say. One of them is that it's about design, and that the costumes that those women are wearing in Arkham are very ugly to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I think <laughs> yeah. they look ugly and they yeah. look like they were designed by somebody who h- was just trying to make them look sexy as opposed to interesting fashion wise. And like fashion is something that is important to me. And I think it's really cool when a character doesn't matter. Their gender is wearing something really cool. Could be something sexy. Could be something pretty. It could be just something visually interesting that fits the character's aesthetic and style. That could be a dragon scale shirt. Right. For example, for example, it could be a freaking awesome dragon scale shirt that I'm going to awesome. buy as soon as Georgia yeah. sends me a link to buy it. Really expensive. And um, well, I'll crowdfund it. Okay. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so that's, that's the first thing. I think that the actual fashion design for the Arkham ladies is focused on showcasing their cleavage and not actually in character for what they would wear. And also not very interesting outfits. Secondly, It is about how the women are shot and the facial expressions that they have and the things that they do. So um, Poison Ivy in this new trailer for Arkham Knight or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called? Arkham Knight, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, okay. So we see her... And she, she like says all these sexy things to Batman while she's tied up in a chair in a room. She's immediately a damsel in distress. She's tied up. So until this guy takes off her handcuffs and then she gets up and she looks all sexy. And then she walks out of the room swaying her hips around. And then she gets on an elevator and Batman follows her. And and then she like pushes him away and stuff. Also very sexily done. And while she's on this elevator by herself, she stretches... Her arms around in this, like, ridiculously performative, sexy way that is clearly for the camera and not, like, something that a woman alone on an elevator would ever do, like, at all. (laughs) And, like, just all of her behaviors are clearly performing for the player who is assumed to be a straight guy. And um, it's just... Anyway, so then Batman immediately freaking captures her again and straps her into the back of his car and then endangers her life while he drives around like a maniac. And um, so she goes from being tied up at the beginning of this trailer to being tied up at the end of it. (laughs) And it ends with her going into police custody. So, like, everything about the way that she's framed in this trailer is about her as an object of conquest, sexual conquest. And, like, even when she's by herself, she's still presented as an object for the player to consume. And, like, I just, the difference between that and Bayonetta is huge. And the fact that I have to keep explaining that to people is bonkers to me. Because, like, Bayonetta is all about rejecting everybody who comes onto her. And, like, she behaves in a sexy way. But, like, in, she, you're playing as her. And she's never kidnapped. And, like, her sexuality is her own. You know what I mean? It's not something yeah. that the player is supposed to possess. So, Those things are obvious to me, and I don't know why they're not obvious to the very kind listener.
2: Well, I think it's because even the best guys unintentionally can't help but respond to that kind of sexuality. And that's what they're used to. And they don't they don't understand that. It's not something a woman would do in real life, like, just incidentally. And, I mean, let's face it, like, it's everywhere. It's all around them all the time. They're presented with this idea. So I think, like, they genuinely just don't understand, like, how frankly belittling it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, also I think the idea of a woman in a game whose sexuality is her own and she's in complete charge of it is like terrifying. And that's probably why we basically never see that happen. Like women are either completely don't date anybody in the game or they're damsels and they're like supposed to be possessed in some way or whatever. Like Bayonetta is one of the only exceptions ever where like she is sexy, but only to and like to no one else. So she's like a very specific fetish, but she's also like, the character that you play as which is very unusual yeah and
2: that's that's a real difference so I mean, there, like we, there, go. there we go there we go there we go
1: right I'll, I'll reassure this listener like the bana is not perfect but that's why it's different yeah
0: that's I, awesome i mean is it I, I will take it i i always hesitate to jump into these conversations because i know i can throw my foot <laughs> well, real Steve, real far down my throat but, Steve,
1: you're an expert on female sexuality aren't you?
0: <laughs> I, I mean i guess is is it just put it trying to put it into you know Pig and bunny man speak. Is it the difference between dressing, a character dressing to make herself feel sexy as opposed to a character dressing to appear sexy to someone else? Is that the difference? Uh.
1: A kind of but like they're all fictional characters right so you kind of have to remember like this isn't a case where we're looking at real pictures of real women who chose their outfit for the day and then we're being judgmental jerks about it Right? like this is like a character who was designed for someone's consumption yeah. and like all we can really do is analyze the way that that character is presented like we look at the outfit that's chosen the camera angles and the facial expressions and like Poison Ivy even moves her neck in like a slow Rotating way, like all of these things are intended to be sexy. Like, how about her costume?
2: I mean, she's I, wearing like a top and panties, and that's yeah. it. And it's it's kind of it's gross, you know. To be honest, so, yeah. And it's not
1: like a cool outfit, like, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm I, just trying to I'm trying to make it simpler because, like, I, I'll tell you as a guy, like a lot of the stuff that you're describing is stuff that would not occur to me without you oh my pointing god. it out
2: well, wow yeah. but, oh know. my god i can't even imagine that oh my god <laughs> no I, I mean
0: in all seriousness like it's the kind of thing that you would have to you wouldn't be paying attention to in the same way as a guy
2: so get freaking women on the arkham I, team no like, i'm not saying yeah. i'm not saying that you're not
0: <laughs> i'm not agreeing with you 100 and if there was a woman designing it it would be a lot different i'm just i'm trying to help you know the listener you know figure out
1: I know, I know. what the and difference like, is yeah when I'm watching this trailer I like immediately notice every single thing that exactly. IV does that like no one would do and I can't not see it
2: I couldn't even watch it it was so insulting I I have to say this and yeah you know, I don't want to like derail the whole show with talking about this one question which I thought would be a two-minute <laughs> thing but like look I have spent an entire lifetime like if you hand me a 0.3 millimeter pencil I can draw you a gorgeous replica of Sailor Moon style anime because that's all I I drew forever and I can draw women really really well. I cannot draw guys well at all. I can't design guys. I just I'm not that into dudes. I am like do you know what I mean? Like it's except not an aesthetic it, except for Frank. <laughs> it's it's not something that I think a lot about. And like I've thought a lot about about women as heroes, which really explains like the the choices my company makes so like for rev 62 when we're designing chase's costume i i promise you this i'm not going to design it because it's going <laughs> to look like something from you know like the club you know <laughs> like it's not it's not going to be an uh, i couldn't i am not capable of designing a costume that a dude is going to look at and go like wow that feels really empowered to me and this is why you've got to get women on the death team. But like dudes are just blind to this yeah. idea. So
0: I mean, it's obvious when you think about it. But if you have to actually, you know, want to think down that road and then and then go yeah. there, and and I, you know, it's the kind of thing that un, for a lot of guys, I, I you know, I, again, I'll be completely honest. There's a lot of stuff that you know the three of you have pointed out before we were doing the show. I wouldn't have given a second thought to. Wow, what like, yeah. you
3: kind of have to do is think: if Batman moved in the same way, yes, would you be yes. like, "What is wrong like, with can this?" You right?
1: Friggin' imagine,
3: yeah. like, Batman getting on an elevator yeah. and
1: like just sexily moving yeah. his neck around and just like doing a sexy stretch. Yeah. Everyone would like, be weirded
3: out by that because it would be compl- like the unfortunate thing is that it's almost accepted unconsciously as as that there's nothing wrong with that. That's just women's role, right? Like we are. Yeah, that's, that's like it what doesn't we even do.
1: stick out to people as weird right. that Poison Ivy is doing that when she's And it alone. wouldn't
3: bother me as much if they treated the male characters as objects as well. At least it would be equal, yeah. right? They're all there like, for consumption. Across which,
1: the board, which Bay right. it does, I would say. Like they're, the, a lot of the characters like are very silly and sexy. and
3: They have all these cool, strong, dark characters. Yeah. And then and, you like, have the female character. <laughs> who's also supposed to be strong and a villain and cool. But her role is not that, you know, it's aloof. It's a little bit ditzy. It's, you know, cutesy. It's always coming on to every single character. Eh.
2: I mean, Poison Ivy is a very troubling background too like they they originally designed her to be a straw feminist and you know she's an eco-terrorist and you know she hates men in the in the comic book and like she is like this straw feminist ideal that the powerful male character comes along and like you know puts in her place and brings her to justice so like the portrayal of poison ivy is long 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 been problematic as is harley quinn by the way who's this character is in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And like they don't even portray her as empowered half the time they they portray her as a victim who stays in this abusive relationship who's the butt of the joke then on top of that they sex the frack out of her making her like i saw this this i i had this tweet that really went viral like looking at her costume her boobs are out she's wearing like a a costume like a corset it just looks terrible it's tacky and they do the same thing to poison ivy And this is a really simple thing to figure out. I don't want to be either of those characters. I want to be like the Harley Quinn is a is an empowerment fantasy when she's kind of portrayed as this this character who is kind of just had enough and is just expressing herself in her merry way, the way that she wants. Same thing with Poison Ivy and they're gleeful empowerment fantasies, but they're so often taken from the core of this character, which is appealing into this thing. That's just an object for men and it's degrading and it's gross and it's insulting.
1: Yeah, and just one more thing. Like, there have been comics about Poison Ivy and Harley that we reference on the show very briefly. That where people have reclaimed their original yeah. incarnations and rewritten them as, I would say, excellent characters. Yeah, and like those are the versions of Harley and Ivy that I would have loved to see this game pursue, like personality wise, and frankly, get a different costume designer, please. Like, yeah, <laughs> and um, so both of those uh, and. This is a universe, this game is a universe where the Joker is gone. So, okay, like we don't get to see Harley break up with him and come into her own like, you know, happens in the comics. But in this, at least, we could potentially see a version of Harley where she's like shaking off having been in an abusive relationship in a realistic and cool way. But instead, I based on this trailer, Ivy doesn't look or act the way that I would have expected her to based on how she has advanced to be in the comics. So I don't see what hope there is for Harley. And there's also sometimes implications of a potential uh, lesbian relationship between the two of them. And like that would have been interesting for the game to explore because Harley's single now, but they obviously aren't going to do that unless it was a sexed up version of it. So basically like this is just disappointment after disappointment for me. And I, yeah, I, I don't know.
2: I was going to say, the other thing that really bothers me is about the way that they play up that lesbian angle for them, which, by the way, I love.
1: Yeah. When they actually are implied to be dating in the comics, like, look up those pages because they're some of the ex- most excellent Harley stories. But the
2: problem is very frequently they play that up for um, the sexualization of lesbian things. It's yeah. very, very problematic in our society. And this is something I think they do really well with the Batwoman comic, where you see her with, with girlfriends, but it's not like let's linger on this let's stare at this it's it's more about the emotion between those two characters so they play up this like sexual tension between them like a laugh and very often they do it for the male gaze as well which is a whole nother level of problem so again the question here is what is the artist's intention because the intention comes through if the intention is to say something that's like sexually titillating for the reader That is wrong and that is disrespectful to lesbian women. It is it's it's exploitive, it's just gross. If the idea is to portray someone that might like finally be coming out of the closet, someone that might find a better relationship, someone coming to terms with their bisexual identity when we have bisexual racial everywhere, Um, that is empowering and awesome. And that is what Maddie and I are responding to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sorry, this is the longest topic ever. Uh, Everyone should also read the Batwoman comic, because it's really freaking good. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. But the Batmobile
0: Batmobile looks really cool in that game, The Batmobile
1: did look really cool. (laughs) Just making it worse, because now I want to play the game, but I know I'm going to be disappointed. Ugh. Whatever.
3: I was going to say exactly that, though, that usually when they play up the lesbian relationship, it's for the exact same reason. It yeah. isn't about empowerment. It isn't yeah. about, you know, being able to make your own freedom of choice with who you care to love. Um, it, it is just the same reason why they have her in little undies in a sweater.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's just <laughs> gross. It's gross. All right. So why don't we talk about something yeah. happier?
1: Please.
2: Let's talk about the most empowering game for women I've played in forever. Let's yeah. talk about it. it. Yeah, do it.
0: Have we? Okay, so let's let's just take a poll. So Georgia, I don't. We haven't gotten don't, you to buy don't Wii U Don't make me cry. Yet. Don't okay. make me cry. Go buy Wii U already. Please <laughs> buy
1: one. It's a, it is a just good do video
2: it. Game. Do it. Make your dreams come true. <laughs> Everyone else is out there playing a Wii, and you sit there and tell yourself you'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> just do it. Huh.
0: So, so Brie, I know you. I know you've been playing Splatoon. Maddie, oh, did yeah. you get it over yes. the past week? Okay, yes. awesome. Because I've been very curious about your perspective on it. Because I've got a lot of opinions about it, but I, I'm not a shooter player ever, so oh, man. Okay. I'm really curious as to what you think of it. So, I, I don't think we need to introduce Splatoon at this point. I think we've talked about it enough. I talked about it um, when we did when I did the global test fire a couple weeks ago. So it came out last Friday, and I, I'll go so far to say it's the best game to come out this year. Oh yeah, easily
2: by far.
0: Um, yeah, it's awesome. And and I've been playing it. Every member of my family has been, has played Splatoon and enjoyed it, which is not a small feat. But I, I want to hear your. I already talked about a couple weeks ago, like what what I thought of it. I want to hear what you guys thought of it and what your your impressions of the game are.
2: I I think this game is a masterpiece. I think is a masterpiece on every single level. Um, you know, I feel like we've talked a lot about uh, gender stuff, so I'm going to leave that aside for the moment and say, just say, like, this universe treats men and women completely equally. And it has strong male figures, strong female figures. The design is not exploitative. It is Awesome at the representation of women. It really feels like a universe like ours where there there's half men and half women. Like amazing, right? So mm-hmm. and um, like
1: female gamer tags and stuff. Like right. People actually playing. Well, we can get into that. But there's no voice sure. chats. So. There's no voice
2: chat, which is okay. This game is brilliant. They have fixed the first person shooter, and I have been playing a lot of Destiny lately. So I'm someone that can play a first-person shooter. But this is a brilliant, 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 brilliant design and making a shooter that everyone else can play and have fun with. Um, Little kids can play and have fun. And there's so many things in the game design document that are just brilliant. Um, Killing people and shooting people – is pretty much a distraction from your goals. If your goal is to go out there and kill other teammates, like you're actually failing uh, other yeah. team members. You're failing your team. You're wasting time. You're yeah. wasting time. Uh, so the goal is not to kill other players. is to cover the board with paint. So you can be out there and just completely avoiding combat, and there are these brilliant tactics with it. They fixed so much of the language that we don't even think about at this point. There's no... Kill streak domination mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. And like something I was talking about on my Twitter that I think is brilliant is when you die in Splatoon. It doesn't say Maddie Myers beat you and sh- take a shot of Maddie like gloating or whatever. It says the uh, crack on yeah. splatter roller killed
0: you, which is actually the- really actually useful information too.
2: Correct, because it gives you tactical information. It makes it not about the player. Hurting you, it's it's about the tactic, and it's just it's so unbelievably brilliant, and it's inclusive and it's fun. The level up mechanics are done, and I'll, I'll let someone else talk about. It. I've got to say this: I, after playing this game, went back and read the reviews from Ars Technica oh, and yeah. other publications.
0: I've got a million thoughts about that Ars Technica review because
2: yeah. some <laughs> of them are written by people I know, so I'm not going to call out names here, but. I think it speaks to just how stupid and (laughs) myopic our industry is. That you have a game design that is freaking brilliant. It's a game for the rest of us. And it takes all this over-testosterinated garbage and pushes it to the side and makes decisions so everyone else can play. And what are these same game bros? That are supposed to be professionally reviewing it. What are their complaints? They compare it to like freaking Destiny, Halo, Call of Duty playlist features that they want. They complain about voice chat not being in the game. Because they're men and they have no idea how horrible voice chat is for the other half of the population. So they're sitting there and they're critiquing it. And they... So miss the point. It's such a fundamental way that it's just like massive face palm. It speaks to the utter need for diversity in our industry. You can have a freaking masterpiece made by Nintendo and like they don't get it. They don't understand why it's good. And it really makes me mad.
0: Yeah. I mean, what I said on Twitter when I was reading this and then playing the game and this came out before the game. So I kind of held off until I played it is that it's very clear Who reviewed the game as its own entity and who reviewed it as Nintendo Shooter? Because if you review it as a shooter, then yeah, it's not the same as a shooter. But if you review it on its own terms, it is a brilliant piece of. I mean, I mean, you know, granted, I'm a Nintendo fanboy, so whatever. But you know, even that, not with, notwithstanding, it's a brilliant piece of game design. And I really don't understand what they wanted. I mean, you you also get into a little bit of the way that a game reviewer plays the game versus the way that somebody like me would play the game where a lot of the complaints that I saw about the game were that the arts technical review in particular called it unfinished because of the amount of content (gasps) and because because it launched with four maps and it ranked mode was, was still locked away. And if you're a reviewer and you're poop-socking the game and you're playing it for 30 hours straight, yeah, those maps will probably get boring because they only have two of them and they rota- rotate out every couple of hours. If you're, you know, if you're playing it for an hour a night or you're you're switching off with somebody else or you're playing it with kids, nobody cares. And those those maps really have not gotten boring.
2: They expanded them the next week, Steve yeah, and, tons of maps now well that's it's, that's oh. it too is that
0: you know Friday they were those reviews came out and Monday they had a new map and a new weapon and, and right. it's it's unfair I think to compare a, a game like this that doesn't have as much content as you might like to something like uh, Battlefield four, which was broken to the point where it was unplayable for months to Assassin's Creed Unity, where the faces melted off, to Drive Club, which was so bad that they had to pull the, the, the free PlayStation Plus version because they couldn't get the servers to behave enough just with the people who had paid $60 for the thing. And then to call this unfinished compared to those things is, is not fair at all. If anything, it was a smart move to limit the amount of content and start phasing it in slowly so that you know that you're able to test this stuff and you can make sure that it works and then people have a good experience when they first buy the game at launch. That's what you want. That's what we want people to do. And then we're punishing them for it. And it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Well, this is a situation where I don't think that getting an advanced copy of the game benefited reviewers because I don't think they had as many people to play with. Probably like I have reviewed games in advance that are multiplayer only, and it is a lonely ride (laughs) (laughs) because usually you are playing with the developers sometimes and the other journalists, you know, sometimes. So you've got like, extremely good players and extremely terrible players and no one is having a good time (laughs) like in in my experience it just doesn't go well but also usually multiplayer only games aren't that good like it's pretty rare that a game like this will impress me personally because I just prefer single player stuff for shooters because I friggin hate multiplayer most of the time because it's full of people insulting everyone and like saying horrible language um But so anyway, this this doesn't have voice chat, which means that I can play it, (laughs) not hate everyone that I'm playing with. So that's huge for me, because normally I have to, like, literally turn the sound off so that I don't hate my teammates. Um, And. Yeah, so I I do feel kind of bad for this Ars Technica guy who probably was not playing with any of his friends and was probably feeling really sorry for himself. I don't know. That's not an excuse for some of the things that he wrote in this review that make absolutely no sense to me. Like the fact that it sounds like he's complaining that basically making kill streaks and basically killing people a lot in the game doesn't matter in this game. Like, like that was the tone that I got from at least the first half of this review is that he's basically like, I'm confused. I don't get why killing people doesn't matter. And it's like, well, that's actually not the point of the game. And maybe that wasn't super obvious to him when there weren't as many players. I don't know. Or maybe he was playing against developers. I don't know his situation. But um, playing this game with friends is incredible. And playing it with strangers is also incredible. I've done both and I really enjoy both. And I, I don't know. And like I was saying... It's so rare for me to see um, other people in a multiplayer game that have a name that's clearly female. Like, if I'm playing Call of Duty or Counter-Strike or whatever, which I still do, um, I never see people with the name Maria or, like, Natalie or... Talia or whatever. And like, those were some names that I saw like just now when I was playing before the show, like, I never see that. (laughs) Like, I just don't. And there were a lot of times when I'd be playing a match where like a lot of the names could be read as female, like majority of them in a match. Like that never happens because women don't, I personally do not put a female name ordinarily in games like this, because I don't want to be targeted in some way, but there's no voice chat. And also you can't target somebody to kill them in this game. Like that doesn't benefit you to do that. You know, like that form of play is not rewarded. So basically they have removed that entire element from the the game in a way that is blowing my mind.
0: <laughs> and that that makes it accessible to people who haven't been playing these games for 10, 15 years. Yep. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it makes it accessible both to me and to my kids that, like, because I am terrible at these games. We talked about this a lot, that I'm terrible at these games. And I am actually, like, at the top of the rankings in this because I know how to play the game. And I know that... I don't have to be accurate. I don't have to, to kill people. All I have to do is find some place that isn't covered with my color and make sure to focus on getting that cleared up. And I'm really good at doing that. And then just stay out of trouble. That's what makes it such
2: a brilliant game design, Steve. I mean, it's paper, rock, scissors, like long range weapons beat rollers, rollers beat sniper rifles. I mean, it's a really,
0: really well designed game. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I'm cur- did either of you play the ranked mode yet? I I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just curious because it's a uh, the only thing. The reason I ask is I I unlocked it last night. I played it a little bit and I don't think it's as fun because it is. No, it does go back to that standard multiplayer game because the the ranked mode um, is called splat zones and it's basically king of the hill. So there's like I, an area on the yeah. map that you have to keep your color. And the way that you keep it, your color is by keep, killing by people. killing the other, yeah. pe- the other players who are all converging on this one area. And it's a firefight and I played it and it's boring as hell.
2: I am so sick of this uh, I played Destiny, so I realize this makes me a hypocrite because i played a lot of Destiny, but I'm so sick of that kind of competitive mode. And even in Destiny, when I play it, it's cooperative matches with other players. I don't care about deathmatch anymore, and that's what's frustrating about ranked modes is it introduces this competition, kill people, like hold down an area, slaughter people thing that I just don't give a frack about. You know, I think it's a bad fit for it. And what I enjoy about Splatoon, like Georgia, you talk a lot. Something I've noticed about your psychological makeup is you really value stress-free experiences. And that's something that like you, you will you will note with the game what i enjoy about this particular game is i don't care if i win or lose like i've had so many games where it's really apparent there's a very young child on my team and they're holding back and they're just splattering stuff near the base and they're having a blast and you know i'm just like more power to you kid i'm glad to share this experience with you and i'm gonna fight that much harder to win and like getting into this deathmatch thing, it's just... It's a bad fit. And the entire beauty of this game is how they've taken... It, it's really funny, by the way. Like, Manny, have you seen this? That like some people are really, really interested in death matching, and they will stay on the front lines and just like the entire yes. team will do nothing but fight. And I'm like, fine, that's go do your bro thing. I'm gonna go paint your whole base when you're not paying <laughs> yeah, attention, and you kick their butt. And it's that beautiful. That is like the
1: only time when I don't like it is when like my teammates keep doing that, and I'm like. We need to paint
2: everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we need to
1: get back to <laughs> back to back to painting. Hello. <laughs> like those were actually the matches that I tended to lose would be if I ended up on a team with people who were trying to play like halo style yeah. where they were like I'm going to go run to the front and try to kill everybody. And it's like, nope, that's actually not how you win this game. And I really like that it changes that up and that you have to think about the game in a different way.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, the only time that it's really like demoralizing is when somebody disconnects and they don't have any way to replace that player in the middle. And that's one complaint that I have about it. And then like the other team just ha- just completely dominates from that point. It gets a little bit demoralizing. But th- I've won mm-hmm. plenty of matches with three people on my team. Yeah. Well, I'm not as good. I'm not as good as you are. And and uh, but uh, I have found that that's a bit of a problem. But that doesn't happen all that often. And. I mean, and I can hand this to my kids. So I, I gave this to my kids. I even set up. I went through the rigmarole of setting up a Nintendo network ID for my oldest, which don't don't ever. It's such a pain. <laughs> I had they had to charge me 50 cents on a credit card to make sure that I was a parent when I said that she was oh under my 13.
3: God.
0: And I'm just like, it, it took me like five minutes. She's like, Daddy, why can I play? Why can I play? I'm sorry. I'm putting in my credit card number for some reason. But so I set that up for her. And I have no problem giving my eight-year-old and my six-year-old uh, the, the thing and letting them play online, which I would never, ever do in, <laughs> in any a shooter, other game. In a shooter. In a shooter. <laughs> no less. But even any <laughs> online game, forget it. No way. You're not getting online. But here I don't mind. I, I gave it to them with the motion controls. The, that Ars Technica 1 complaints about the motion controls. We've never had a problem with them. And they they do better with them. Playing with the motion controls than they do than they did with the twin sticks. It took a little bit of time, and I, <laughs> what I said when I first handed it to her is, don't give your six year old motion controls if you have motion sickness, because you'll <laughs> you'll you'll be in for a rough ride. But it's uh you know, and there's sometimes I have to get them out of trouble and stuff like that. But th- other than them still pointing down all the time, which I think is probably from them playing Skylanders a lot and them being used to seeing the character from that angle and not being used to the fact that they have to look at the character from behind instead of from above um i I don't even think it's a i don't even think it's an ability thing i think it's just that that's what how they're used to playing these games but you know i gave them the paint roller and they're off to the races and they're they're happy as clams and that's all they need is the paint roller they'll go and roll paint and they're completely happy and they can play a game like this i couldn't imagine giving them any other game like this i haven't tried garden warfare that's the one other game that's kind of like this but they don't have to be accurate they can just run around and paint and they're getting experience and and the experience points clearly reward you how much you paint not how many you don't get any points for killing somebody you get points for covering the whole area with as much paint as you can that's when you get a lot of the experience points so the game does reward you explicitly for playing non-aggressively i mean it's uh, killing somebody is a means to an end to kind of defend so you can go back to painting but right. it's not the goal of the game. And that makes it, that alone makes it a lot easier for somebody who isn't accurate or doesn't have the reflexes to be able to, you know, to hit somebody accurately with, with dual sticks.
2: So this is where as a game developer and someone that wants to do inclusive game design, I am tremendously interested in how your daughters reacted to this game. Why are they playing it? What is their psychological motivation? Where's the fun that they are having there? Because like that the motion control thing you're talking about. Give that to any dev team in the planet and they would say F it. Yeah. And oh, yeah. apparently it's something that your daughters found fun. And I'm assuming that happened through a lot of playtesting, which speaks to Nintendo's inclusive design. So I'm I'm curious as a game developer what what they're enjoying about that.
0: I, I've been trying to get that out of them and they've been more wanting me to play lately than them playing themselves. I think they like the look of it. They're very oh, by the way, one one thing that I do want to say, they are like when we are on the pink team, they are over the freaking moon yeah um and, and you know I mean we gender bi gender norms, whatever, but they like pink, and if we are Pink's on the pink awesome. team wow. then they're yeah. then they are like <laughs> super super duper excited if we 're on the pink team uh, It was actually one of my daughters actually wanted the other team to win because they were playing pink one time but <laughs> um, but they are they just were able to jump into it, and I mean even sometimes like they won 't even bother. Going into the game, they'll just kind of wander around the city a little bit, and they'll go – you can go up to the second floor, and you, it's got like a big window where the TV studio is, and you can see the two squid women kind of hanging out in between their new segments. And there's like little details like that, or they'll just go and check out the clothes and, and wander around the stores. And the the game is almost – sometimes is an afterthought, but they're able to – Get into it, and it's kind of natural for them to be moving it where they want to see in a way that the dual sticks has never really been natural for them. That's a tough concept for them to grab, and we've tried games like that. But they do enjoy just kind of getting the paint roller and just kind of rolling around. And then what's nice is that generally the performance of the team really isn't contingent on them. So the team will win regardless of how well they're doing. So they get that thrill of winning. And feeling good about that, even though they may not be great at the game, but they're winning and they're 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 getting that feeling of accomplishment from it anyway. And that's kind of cool for them, too. I I try asking them what they like about things. And I, you know, we're already at the point where they will give me nothing. It's like, you know, I could I could I might have to get like an interrogator to try to extract information I would get. And we, we you know, the b- nuclear bomb would go off. I, they definitely like enjoy the aesthetic. Definitely. And, and the fact that they can play as a girl and that I'm playing as a girl, they find completely hilarious um but why wouldn't you play as a girl because the girl character designs is like 10 times better than the boy character designs anyway
1: why does anybody play as the boy i don't get that in this game the girls definitely look cooler
0: yeah,
2: yeah. It's a great design. And I, I wanna I was, I'm hoping there's gonna be fan or some like dark yeah, like the Zelda they have the Zelda timeline where it's like hero of time is defeated. I wanna see that happen with like Mario Sunshine where like Mario is defeated and then it leads to Splatoon because like <laughs> there's all these awesome ties to like the the octopus for Mario. It's it's so good. And reading about the development is fascinating. Um, Guys, I have to ask, we've got to talk about tactics here. So, okay. How, I'll tell you what. Let's so, let's take
0: a quick break and then uh, we can talk about tactics.
2: Okay. I will hold on.
0: Okay. Uh so we should take a quick break and and while Brie breaks things in her in her office and we Do can, it. and tell you about Squarespace. <laughs> uh you can start building your website today at squarespace.com and enter offer code isometric at checkout to get 10% off. And we've been talking about, you know, great design in Splatoon and, you know, if you want your website to look awesome with great design, you should definitely go over to Squarespace. Uh you know, several of us, I think almost all of us have our personal website's on Squarespace now. Um, it's super easy to set anything up. I mean, I've got my blog on it. I, I have, They have an app that I can check my stats. They have an app that I can post from my phone, and it all works really nicely. I just write and mark down, and it just you know shows up, and it looks beautiful. Everything looks awesome. You can just get a template like I did with my site a couple weeks ago, and you're off to the races. And if you run into any problems, they have 24-7 support with live chat and email. And, you know, if if you are somebody who is a nerd like me and you end up getting calls from like your mom, like I got a call from my mom a couple years ago, like a friend of hers wanted to set up a store. And I was like trying to tell her, like, go to Yahoo or Amazon or whatever. You can just have them, you set up a Squarespace site for them, put up a store, and you're done. And then you don't ever have to deal with them again and let them call support if they have a problem. It's Squarespace starts at $8 a month, and you can start a trial with no credit card required and start building your site by going to squarespace.com and make sure to use the offer code Isometric to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for Isometric. And thank you to Squarespace for support of this show and all of Relay FM. So. Tactics, uh, tactics. Tactics, yes. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> yes, this is my ahead.
2: tactics. So, I use the crack on um, roller. Like, I've tried all the different weapons, and I feel by far roller plays best to my play style because I like to. I like to lead the team, and I like to play support. So, like, I try to get down, create large like um, areas of ink coverage. Yeah, I just avoid combat whenever I can. Like, I don't care about combat. If I'm confronted, I will like throw down, but it's just not my mission. So, I try to like create. Like, I try to get an entire ink roll laid until I get a special. And the special with the Kraken roller is you get to turn
0: into a, a what is it? Kraken. The Kraken. Yeah. Can you? explain that to me by the way because i've been trying to figure out what the hell you do with the kraken and i haven't been able to figure it out sure so the kraken lets you turn
2: invincible in the super squid that will swim very fast whether it's opponent's ink your ink or just dry land so what i do with that and then if you press x to leap up while you're in kraken state it's like like four or five seconds that you're in that you will just destroy people so if you want to go aggro with that like you can take out Yeah, you can take out like three, four people at once. But what I think is more interesting is I will power up that Kraken state and then I will just beeline, avoid combat, attack anyone along the way if they get in my way and kill them. Um, And then I get in the opponent's base. And then I will just like start rolling down stuff until I die. While I'm doing doing that, I also throw down um, the radio tower, which is your secondary ability with that. So then, like you have this deep radar within the the base where people can like leap to and teleport to. It just destroys the other team if you do that because like you're getting them on the front on the front of it but then you're also painting their base and they just get annihilated so i'm averaging like tw- you know 1200 points a match with that so i'm curious wow. what you guys do <laughs> what why are you laughing at me I'm maddie myers because
1: you already like have hacked this like hacked this <laughs> game and i'm like i don't know i don't know i'm just playing it having a good time <laughs> Um, but I haven't I haven't logged as many hours as I think you have. So Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, what I've found has been working for me lately is I've I've kind of settled on the splash splatter shot because it's got kind of a wide range. So I'm kind of splashing a lot of ink in front of me in like a r- decent radius. And then what I'll do is I'll kind of just follow the ink rollers and I'll try to cover as much as I can. But I'm also looking for the people for the rollers on the other side to try to take them out just yeah. as a defensive move. Because if you let those those rollers go unchecked, then that can really hurt you. So yeah. that's the only time that I'm really looking for anybody. Because usually I can get them without them getting me back. Um, and I like the Inkzuka Inksuk- the special. I think Inkzuka special, which I can then like take out people from a distance when I get that. So I can kind of. It paints like a straight line so I can – I'll look for an area that's very in my opponent – in my – the opposing color and I'll try to take out a straight line and see if I can get somebody who happens to be in the in the line of fire and kind of get a two-for-one with that. But uh, that's, that's – I've, I've used the paint roller too and I like the paint roller. I haven't found that any of the other weapons really work for me because if it's anything mm. that has a lower rate of fire and is any like more precise, then I don't do nearly as well. But that's because I'm playing the game that it's meant to be played, and I'm not playing it like Call of Duty. So.
2: Well, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. none of us are. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really not, not playing me. this
3: like Call of Duty. <laughs> George, you got to play it. Come I want on. it. I want it. I Really, out of all of the games that I would actually buy a Wii for, like. You could play it with your kids. Yeah, they would it love it. It looks like I watched the video and I couldn't stop watching it. It looks absolutely phenomenal, but I can't put down that much money for one game it's because you just bought a fancy shirt you bought that shirt now you can't, <laughs> i can't, you can't afford it i can't afford it right now because of the trade shirt.
0: in your dragon for the crack in georgia Right,
3: but, oh, man.
2: How much is a Wii U? 300 It's only $300. Oh, my God, Georgia. Now you could sell it for That's that. Like, you make isometric I probably sell spent, my...
1: like, you know, twice that on that shirt, though. So, you know. Oh, my look God. Look at
3: Canada. <laughs> I don't know what it costs. She won't link it to I'm me. I'm going to look. She's embarrassed. Oh, 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 you want, okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you want to link one second.
2: <laughs> all right, all right.
0: Now I've yeah. got see it. Now I've got to And And it. the single player is really good, too. It's different, though.
2: They have a Splatoon edition, a special Splatoon edition. Yeah, you get it with the game get. for 300, Georgia. Oh, Georgia, come on. You got to really? do this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Let me give <laughs> I will go. do nothing but play this. Like, I will miss every deadline in my company to just like, sorry, I got a meeting.
0: And my meeting will be to go play Splatoon with Georgia. Oh, and, and if you don't, Georgia, you know that it's going to become Bree's life mission to pester you daily until you get one.
2: <laughs> I'm going to drive to your house in Canada and throw a Wii U box through your window like a brick. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm oh. sending the sending link. But I know that the, sh- the brokerage fee was as much as the shirt. Oh, okay. why did you do that? One sec. What?
0: I think you oh. just hacked our Skype, Georgia. That's what you just did.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it, wait. Yeah,
3: yeah Georgia's some trying some sort do of stress, weirdness because she's oh. jealous that we
1: all have this game and she doesn't
2: have I it. I am. Yeah. I am. It's not even a maybe. Can't you just sell some of your kids' stuff until you have three hundred dollars?
0: Can't you sell <laughs> your kids? You could do that in Canada, right?
1: <laughs> I I I, I you could hand. sell me your cool shirt. That's not yeah. I'll pay three hundred dollars for it.
2: Are you
3: pasting it? I don't
1: see it. I word. am, I'm looking
3: for it. I'm trying I don't know why it this doesn't This is
1: taking me. forever. I don't know if this
3: shirt even exists.
1: Oh, Seriously, no,
2: no. I think Georgia photoshopped there. it. No, okay.
3: there it is, there it is.
0: And I then double that
3: because you know, okay, yeah, all right, double it for brokerage, that's and then not shipping that much. And head like, oh my God, uh, It's
1: not a, it's not they only have one size left, though, uh, I'm
2: gonna find this on eBay,
3: I could alter it it is it is like in the end that's what you're spending on the shirt mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> <laughs> I understand for so me now, maybe it's not the same in in the u s that was where it was to Canada, maybe you won't get I couldn't believe it when I saw how much they were gonna. Like, they would not UPS. I hate UPS. They wouldn't give it to me without paying, like...
2: I yeah. wonder if I could get that taken in soon enough to, like, go do my thing in Dublin with that, Ooh. which is going to be an inspirational it came, speech, It by came in in,
3: like,
1: five yeah. days.
2: Hmm. No, it's not enough. Well, maybe.
1: You could wear it with a belt. I
3: mean...
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. I want to get, like, a really cool dress for Dublin because, like, they're flying me in to give a really inspirational speech. So I've got to look inspirational, and I think, like, Dragon Mail is really yeah. inspirational. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. All right, all right. So, Let's talk so, about Splatoon. Yeah. Did yeah. You, so, so I guess, did you like it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this uh, game is terrible, and you should not yeah, buy it. Yeah, no one should no. ever get it's it. It's
0: completely unfinished. It doesn't even run.
1: That makes yeah. me feel a little better. It's not cute at all. It's definitely not the cutest game ever
2: i i think it's so interesting like maddie I, I i just have to hit it again like i think this game because it makes choices to treat women completely equally in this game and like the the girl it's exactly what we're talking like you see the girl inkling on the front of the box and you can imagine yourself as her like she's an aspirational figure she's coolly designed she has attitude she has spunk she has a mischievous look on her face and she's completely part of the game world she's not a girlfriend She's not a damsel in distress. She's not a sex object. I mean, she is just a person. And then, like with the side characters in the game, they don't have like one girl. It's like half men and half women for all the characters around that world there in the shop and sending on quests. And it's it's I think it really shows because I've noticed that when I play it, it's equally women that are playing matches along with me. And, you know, if anything, the Inkling Girl is more common than the Inkling Boy. So I just, I think that there's so much to learn from this game. It's been a smash hit. The sales, like if you look at the sales charts, like with the Amazon and things like that, it's done super well. Nintendo's put out statements saying it's been like beyond their their optimistic projections of it. I think it really shows that like people will buy, you'll have a new audience if you create a new kind of game. Something Kim Swift said at my panel at PAX, um, I think about this all the time. So we were talking a lot about inclusion And look, I don't have any particular affinity for kids, but she said something that I've been thinking a lot about, and that is like being inclusive can also mean inclusive design for children. And making things inclusive for them, too. And I don't think everything needs to be kids safe, but I certainly think it's something to think about when you're designing a game. So I, I don't know. I just think I think this is I think this is a piece of game design that should be studied. I think it is a, a system of character choices that should be studied. I think it is marketing that should be studied. And I think this is by far my game of the year.
0: There's This is the drum that I've been beating lately, which is that... You can have a family-friendly game that is not necessarily for kids. And I think this is exhibit A, B, C, X, Y, and Z of that. Because this is a game that is fun for me as an adult and is fun for all of us as adults. But I can also hand to my six-year-old and she can play and she can have a good time too. And even if she doesn't want to play, I can play it with her in the room, and not have to worry about what she's going to see. So I can still play it, and I can buy it myself, and know that I'm going to have the time to play it, because I can play it with her in the room. And that's so rare now. Like, the only games that Kids can play right now. That are being made by any AAA studios come with a thousand dollars worth of toys. That you have to put onto a portal in order to in order to play it. And this is like one of the. I mean, this has amiibos, but it, amiibos are not like a main part of the game. Like something like Skylanders or like even Legos getting into that now. And and this is the kind of game. Like I said at the time, it being rated E10 was huge, and I think I still think that because it's a game that. My kids can play, I can play, mm-hmm. and that means that it's opening you up to more people. Like, I wouldn't, like, again, like, I saw some, some articles saying, well, this has, you know, an upper limit because of the number of Wii U's that are sold. I think this is going to sell a lot of Wii U's, honestly. Oh, absolutely. This is going to get around at, at schools.
3: This, this would sell. I never wanted to get a Wii U because I had the Wii. I enjoyed the games. But it wasn't something that like you know, there's some games that just captivate you and you want to play with the family or you want to play with friends and you can play it whether you have family over, whether you're having a get-together and you don't have to worry. Um, and it just reminds me of like playing Bomberman and like I still will play Bomberman. It's just such a great fun game where you have strategy and it's cute, but you're still like, you know I'm gonna get you and like this game you can do exactly the same thing and that's wonderful. And an adult adult game does not, have to be graphic or gross or crude or rude. It's, it still deals with the, 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 you know, you play it, you know, because of strategy.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, my six-year-old's not going to come up with that, like, Terminator, Terminator-level Terminator strategic thinking that Bree talked about a few minutes ago.
3: That's why you're going to play <laughs> but, against them, because you can beat them still. Right. And one day
0: you won't be able to. <laughs> right, they're already beating me at Mario Kart, but it's... Right. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the kind of thing that, like, Bree can go down to that, like, you know you know, Stone Cold Killer, you know, level of strategy and play that and, and, you know she and dominate and my kids can play it and just run around and, and paint stuff. And both of them are having just the same amount of fun. And that's really so hard to find now that you have a game that can appeal to that large of a range of people. And right. I think that this is I, I hope that this is super successful because I really would love for this to be. A, a something that gets copied un- instead of like the toys to life thing or like a 17 Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed clones like I would love for this to be the model that a lot of companies copy
1: well, well the part that I'd like them to copy is not to just like recreate the game well no yeah no, no, <laughs> I no. would rather that they copy the attitude of it which is to think about an existing genre in a different way and that is a hard thing to copy but that's why the game is successful. And I mean, I'm sure we're going to see some copycat versions of it because that's what happens. But um, I, I just hope they realize why, (laughs) why it's good. Like it's a little bit more than just the fact that it's paint and, you know, looks a certain way. It's, it's also just like the design overall and like the look of the characters and the world that's been created and all that other
2: stuff. (gasps) No, Maddie, I really agree with you. It's like, that is what, The lesson of Splatoon doesn't need to be like to make some clones that are a bunch of um, like uh, capture territory games. It's to look at existing genres and to ask yourself. What underlying assumptions have we been making that are going to push potential players away? In the case of first-person shooters, it's the hyper-competitiveness, it's the blood, it's um, killing as the primary game mechanic, and it's, um, frankly, it's machismo. And uh, like, things like voice chat, toxic player culture. So they looked at all of that, and they, they kind of took a step back and figured out a way to make a more inclusive game. So maybe do this with fighting games. Maybe do this like, uh, with MOBAs. I mean, look at these different genres and figure out what fun you can take from them by, like, frankly, removing the stuff that's not so fun for everyone else. Yeah. You
3: know, I'm just so sick of games always being the same. Like, I I would love... I love creative games. Like, I look for indie games that are just different or strange or will challenge the way that I think. And we need more games like that.
0: Yeah. It's nice to have a game that's just fun. You know what I mean? Like, a game that isn't, like, super dark and super grim and, and super serious. Like, I was... I, I was going through—I got this app called Short, which goes through and finds, like, really short articles from your, your Pocket or Instant Paper queues. And I apparently Pocket and Instant Paper where articles just go to die for me. But I found this, um, this post from, like, three years ago, which was the ad for the Star Wars game for the Atari 2600. And it's—you know, you can imagine what that game looked like. And it's this guy, and he's like—his eyes are, like— getting super wide and his, like, hair's catching on fire. He's so excited and, and all it's doing is just, you know, like the, the Atari 2600 TIE Fighters flying around. But it's <laughs> like, we don't have fun like that anymore. Like, everything is super serious. And it's, it's really kind of draining. And it's so refreshing to see a game like Splatoon that just doesn't have to take everything seriously and just wants to be fun. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and that's why I'm almost disappointed in the ranked mode because it is like, it feels like they put it in just to appease those people who sit who need that out of a shooter. And I, I think they would have been done better if they just left it out, to be honest but with you.
3: you don't have to do the ranked mode, right? No, I know you don't like, have to. Like, it's your to, choice. I think that it's probably smart for them, for those that really like that and that are highly competitive players. Um, you know, like I could see, you know, Brie, if she's done this as long as she does Peggle, that, you know, she might be like, yeah, I'm going to check it out and see if my strategy really works. And that's a fair thing to have in as long as you don't have to do that.
0: Yeah, it just feels out of character for the game, is all. Well, yeah, but like
3: they did the same thing with Smash, and
1: that's a game that I see as potentially being competitive or just for being for fun, and it can really go either way. And I feel like this is another example of a game that walks that line in a really cool way. And if people want to do that, then they have this separate mode where they're not going to bother anybody else, and I think that's really good.
2: I I think I I actually don't agree with that. The fun of Splatoon is I would love to be able to get a really good team together. And, like, I'm going to take the roller. We're going to put Steve on, like, knockout rollers for offense, (laughs) get a sniper up on the tower, probably a second roller. And, like, do that and have that be ranked. My objection my objection here isn't to a ranked mode. It's that the ranked mode takes the gameplay from paint coverage, which is indirect. And again, the brilliance of this design is killing players doesn't accomplish a lot. And then it changes the mode to where killing players is the primary mission objective. So the
3: ranked the ranked mode changes the goals of the game from being paint coverage right. to just how many times you've killed the other it, players? It's a,
0: it's a capture-the-flag capture type, type of thing. That's my you, pro- I don't have a problem okay. with having a ranked mode. I have a right, problem right, with right. the no, way that they implemented the ranked mode okay. is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. this ranked mode is what I have a problem with. Right, not right. not the idea of having a ranked mode, but this particular ranked mode really feels out of character with the rest okay.
2: of the Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So um, other than Splatoon, so Georgia, since we made you feel so bad about not having a Wii U and not being able to join us, though, I'm sure that by the time we record next, you'll resolve that. Um, what, <laughs> what, have you been, what have you been playing this week?
3: So um, I tried this indie game, and from the first look of it, I thought I wasn't going to like it. It's Ongaku. How do
0: on-g-a-ku? you spell that?
3: <laughs> O-N-G-A-K-U. Ongaku. Okay. Ongaku. And it's a rhythm game. Where it is similar to like playing Guitar Hero where you press certain buttons to hit the music line and your paint coverage, I couldn't do pl- Splatoon but I was doing when you hit the right, the right notes that come towards you, you end up covering with paint, you paint a background and, if you miss, and the song goes nicely and if you miss a note you get a, a little clear splotch of paint where you can't paint over. Um, Which is cool because the reinforcement was that. And at first when I started playing it, I'm like, I'm going to hate this game. (laughs) I'm like, ah, (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to hate it. It was a really fun game. Like it wasn't amazingly fun, but it was really cute. I just kept on playing it. It it kind of put me in this like zen mode as I'm like painting and trying to get the rhythm right and the songs going and I'm busy painting the background while I do it. And it was kind of cool.
0: Okay, awesome. Is it is it PC <laughs> or is it just or is it Mac also?
3: It's on it's on Steam. Okay, yeah. So it's for PC.
0: Okay, awesome. So, uh, Brie, have you been playing? Well, I guess you've been playing Destiny, right? You've been playing oh, anything? Yeah. You want to talk oh, about yeah. that or?
2: Uh, Guys, I, I need an intervention. I need one of you to come to my house and take away the Destiny disc and just snap it. Just get it and just snap it. Just do it right in front of my face. Um, because, like, I know this game is bad. I beat the original content over the weekend. I kept playing. I just leveled up my light to level 22 before this podcast. I'm probably going to play it until I go <laughs> to bed tonight. I know this game is bad. I know that I'm wasting my life like leveling up this gear. I know that the expansions are mediocre, and yet I'm playing this game and I don't understand it. I do have to say this. like Multiplayer games I tend to like, um, it's like the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, I really liked because it was a cooperative mode. And what I like about Destiny is I don't have to do the Crucible or play other players. I can just do cooperative fire team things with other players, which I do enjoy. Um, let's see, the other game that I played a lot of is Splatoon. Um, another game I want to talk about is Geometry Wars 3, which um, I kind of passed when it first came out. It came over to iPhone. And holy God! Guys, like, I have said so many times in, like, professional forums that any iOS game that has two joysticks is automatically a failure. And, like, I actually had to call this team up to, like, interview them for my <laughs> Mac Life column this week. Wow. Because the controls are so good that I want to understand more about how they nailed them. Huh. Huh. Um, it is – and this is what was amazing to me because I was playing it after I got back from um, – Was I went somewhere this weekend Self-conference Self-conference Yeah, I was playing that in the entire plane trip back And I'm like Wow, this game is really, really fun I can't wait to get home And buy it on my PS4 And it will be even better And what amazed me Is I was actually better and faster at it And getting higher scores on my iPhone Versus my PS4 which amazed me i i think it's because like the iphone 6 plus is like it's all in your face you know like it's taking up a wider range of your visual like sight so i think like you have more situational awareness because of that but um it's a really really good game it's not as good as splatoon or destiny but
0: it's still really really fun and the music is fantastic so maybe they improved it for the ios version because i remember being excited for it when it came out on PS4, and then reading reviews that it was not as good as the original, or the hmm. for, or the or Geometry Wars 2, and so I passed on it. And then I saw it come out on the on the iOS store, and I think I still passed on it. So I might have to I might have to take a look at that. Yeah. So so Maddie, what are you playing this week?
1: Okay, so I've also been playing Geometry Wars <laughs> 3 because it's really good. <laughs> and so Bree just like said all the things I was going to say about it, but that's fine. Um. I guess I would just say it's really addictive, and if you want to stop playing it, then maybe you shouldn't even get it. Hmm. I played it a lot, and I when I should have been doing other things. And um, yeah, really, so, I'm uh, searching for it now. That <laughs> that was really fun, <laughs> and the music is incredibly good. Um, oh my god! There were some other things. Yeah? Uh, something that I I played for just like a little bit is um this match three game that's out for pc mac iphone everything it's called you must build a boat oh yeah i just
0: bought that today too
1: i it's super fun and like i know that it's impossible what is that one called you must build a boat
0: it's a Um, sequel to a game called 10 million which was also amazing
1: i did not play 10 million but i have heard that it's really good Uh, so anyway you don't need to have played it (laughs) in order to play this one because i definitely didn't um which one's better i don't know Ask Steve, I guess. I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell you next week. <laughs> I
0: literally bought it like two hours ago. So
1: yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. So it's it's it is a match three game, but you have to time the connections that you make according to what is else is happening on the screen. So like, your little dude is running along the screen at the top, and like if he meets a certain kind of enemy, then you have to match three things of a type to beat that enemy. Um, so it, and you have to do it really fast and all of the music and sort of aesthetic of the game is super positive and cute and like oriented around you feeling like you're always getting ahead and always winning. And, um, a lot of that is just the way that it's designed, like, like the language used before and after you play each match and like leveling up, it's very like positively written and framed as opposed to feeling like you're losing. Uh, which you know if you fail in other other types of match three games then you feel like you've really had a bad losing streak in this game it's like no you're using all those points to level up so it's i don't know it's great i think it's really cute and well designed
0: yeah i like 10 million a lot i've love 10 million and so i bought this i didn't even realize it came out until like a couple hours ago and then i bought it and i played through just like
1: i think it came out today like literally today i've
0: been i've been with crappy internet all week because i've been in a work conference so it's yeah
1: but i mean you're not you didn't miss out on this one you you got it right on time so
0: i played the tutorial level and if you played 10 million you'll feel right at home it's it's just like that except it sounds like it's that but like to another order of magnitude so i'm really excited to get into it
1: Awesome. What yeah. else have you been playing besides
0: that? Um, pretty Splatoon, <laughs> pr- Splatoon and pretty much Hearthstone and that's been pretty much it. It's been Judgment, a Judgment. Judgment. a lot of Hearthstone and a lot of Hearthstone. Don't mm-hmm. Judgment. Hearthstone is y- you Okay. You can't ju- first of all, you can't judge me because of the time you spent on Destiny. Second of all, I would I would say, Bree, I'm not saying right away because I know you have your Destiny addiction to tend to. I, I would say give it another try cuz this is a really, I, the more I play it, the more blown away I am by the design of it. And oh, I, did
2: they redo the design to not make the women, like, Well, the, sexualized no, well the, the, the visual design
0: is not still not great, but it's... Well, that's why I don't
2: want to play this game. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> this game does the opposite of what Splatoon does. It's literally the opposite, where women are... Cleavagey corseted it up, like giving sexual innuendo and like a lot of dude like heroes. Like it's it's no, I know how opposite. that could I could
0: definitely see how that could turn you off. Ah. I I'm, you know, I don't even i I'm at the point where I've been playing long enough that I don't even notice the art anymore. So um mm, but sweet it's
1: desensitization. Yeah, but <laughs> it's all being absorbed into your brain, Steve. You yeah, think.
0: I know. But uh
2: harmlessly. Harmlessly. <laughs>
0: I started to, you know, think about like why I'm playing this game so much because it's like, you know, once I start getting into something really hardcore, I start trying to figure out why. So I, I actually put out something on my blog today that I started out comparing Hearthstone to fighting games and then it ended up going in a lot of different directions and I just kind of went with it, but um, kind of going through my whole history with fighting games and my whole history with Magic the Gathering and talked about all that whole addiction and what that does to me and why I get so into these games and what they're doing for me so but i I'm, I'm starting to feel like i'm getting that rush that i would get from a fighting game from this game and it's giving me what i think a fighting what i think i want a fighting game to give me um which is a sense of being able to be good at something and being able to be you know to be provably good at something anyway i'll just link to that because i don't want to rehash the whole thing it's really long and involved and you know but but i i am really impressed with the not necessarily the visual design of this game but the game mechanics. As someone who played Magic for five years, I Hearthstone is on that level. It, it's not quite as complex, but it is a very deep, very, very well-designed strategic card game with a lot of depth to it. And it keeps bringing me back for that reason. So um, I know, like I said, like I say, every time we talk about this, I know it has its problems, but I am really impressed the more I play it.
1: Sorry, um, we have to rain on your parade. Yeah, right I know.
0: Now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean,
1: Susanna
2: Polo, uh, the entertainment editor over at Polygon, was talking about this today, and she was looking at the new card packs for Destiny, which finally have some women characters, which, you know, I haven't played it since they originally came out, but it's like the same crappy permutation, like, what was it, Nine nine characters, two of them are women. One is ridiculously oversexualized and the other gives sexual innuendos she plays, and then they're coming out with new characters and like she's going to have to pay a ton of money for it and it is just at a point where it's so insulting i'm just'm I'm, I'm unwilling to keep playing this game. There are so many games out
0: there. yeah, that's fair no I, I understand it's not I'm not saying that you should necessarily play it'm and you know I know that your problems are not with the gameplay. Well, so, yeah. the
2: gameplay is decent, but yeah. like, speaking of Blizzard, like Heroes of the Storm has come out, and the one review I've seen wasn't so good, but even though they introduced, oh, what's her name, Xenia, or whatever her name, which is kind of a, a strong character, it's like, what did they do? Like, over-sexualized like, character design yet again. Yeah, I fundamentally don't know if Blizzard is capable of doing the kind of stuff that is inclusive. I, I yeah. don't know if it's in their DNA.
0: Well they're doing that with Overwatch, you would think that they would go back and revisit some of these other games that they're maintaining. You and, think uh, they're doing that with Overwatch? How
2: Yeah,
1: Overwatch has a really cool let me look. Yeah. They, have they have a
0: really cool character. No, they have a they have a number they have a number <laughs> of strong female characters. They have a couple a yeah, couple Steve, of Steve, But they're of all color.
2: cleavagey and have uh,
1: I mean uh, it doesn't look so bad to me but it could be a situation where they have like a lot of women on that one team and not in the rest of the company so like you know people are making sure that this game (laughs) is good (laughs) but like that balance isn't being seen in the rest of the company I mean it's a huge company so even if Overwatch has great designers like you know with coming up with really cool costumes from what I've seen anyway uh it doesn't doesn't mean that they can't hire other people for the rest of the games that they make. I don't know.
2: I guess it's like their sniper class is just ridiculously over-sexualized. Yeah. And I like playing as snipers usually. And it's, oh. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, on any of it, I'm not giving them any yeah. money for the game because I refuse to get addicted to spending money on boosters anymore. So at least there's that um (laughs) i
2: think blizzard will be okay i think i'm pretty sure they'll be okay uh, without my
0: money without your
2: contribution i will i will alert my friends in the blizzard team that they will not have your your five dollars i don't know how much boosters are ten dollars it
0: depends on how on how quickly you go down the rabbit hole anyway we should move on to housekeeping and (laughs) and wrap it up so um briota a couple of things that you wanted to uh you wanted to highlight this week
2: well, the one story we're going to link to this, we're not going to talk about. My friend uh, Larlyn, um, she did a really, really fantastic uh, post. She's been in the game development pretty field most of her life. She wrote a really great piece called We Are Not Pegs. And it kind of talks about all the ways she's had to change who she is to kind of have a successful career in game development. It's very, very much worth your time. The other thing I wanted to talk to uh, our listeners about is Nina Friedman. Uh, put out a really fantastic game a while back called Freshman Year. We talked about it briefly on this show. Um, she has had people savaging her game on Steam. So... What I want our listeners to do: This game is completely free. Um, my request, like this is, we talk a lot on this game on the show about the need for games that have deeper meaning, and this is a really, really important game about being hit on. Like trigger warnings for this are very, very serious. It is a very, if you want to understand like what a lot of women face, you should go play this game. Um, it's free on steam and I hope like you'll leave it a rating because it's, it's
0: important. And I
2: hate seeing her attacked like
0: this. And, um, okay. And Georgia, you were, you were going to be on the Fitcast again. Is that right?
3: Uh, it's okay. not going to be coming out yet. Um, okay. and I, I guess this is coming out on Monday. I'll be, uh, on MacBreak weekly talking about WWDC though. I won't Yay! be partying with Brianna Bri and everyone else. Yeah, oh, I know. yeah. I know. Don't make me feel bad. Don't make me feel bad, Bree
2: yeah uh i will be i will be <laughs> speaking very briefly at the uh w w d c girls luncheon I will be speaking at allconf i was stopping by layers uh for a guest appearance <laughs> and um yeah so I'll be there all next week and then i'm doing inspire fest in dublin which is going to be one of the biggest events i've ever done in my life i'm preparing A really, really, really high quality um, presentation for that. And, you know, what they said to me is they said, Brianna, we're going to fly you out here. We want for you to give the most inspirational speech you've ever given. So um, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We're like there like four cameras cutting this thing together into a viral video professional hair and makeup teams um they're bringing out journalists it's it's really going to be something special wow. so awesome. i'm Congrats. looking forward to it well i'm yeah. glad you were able to
0: get that top hopefully it'll uh yeah it'll you in time. Yeah, get yeah, your shirt i hope so too I that's hope like so the too. most yeah. important <laughs> part it of is presentation. it is worth it i don't it know is. what
2: skirt i would wear with that i guess i could wear like a black mini skirt Pop-skirt? and then i got yeah. black milk um shiny leggings like with yeah. the wet look Yeah, kind of yeah. Leggings. yeah. that would be
1: perfect Or or just leggings so like yeah. Like, I'm ordering mine, so now the three of us can wear all of our yes. the next time <laughs> yes. we, we hang
3: out. Yeah, um, right.
1: That'd right. be great. With and panda then you'll X. have
0: to bring a panda hat for me or something.
1: <laughs> Steve, you can get one. I, I'm um, sure
0: I could. I think if we had a Who Wore It Best, I would be at the bottom of that list. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> um,
1: I think it's that Georgia's not in the United States. It's a classic. Georgia's shelves was 7 dollars Yeah, because the shipping was like nothing. The brokerage was
3: 80 Nine dollars. I
1: don't even know what that means, but they're not going to make me eh. pay it. Whatever it is, <laughs> I'm an American, and I okay, okay. Cool just okay, okay. Just crack Fine. open
0: your your pixie stick and enjoy your free shipping.
1: Aww. Oh
3: yeah, Aww. freedom, <laughs> Steve. That hurts, Steve.
0: I'm sorry.
2: Wow, <laughs> expensive shipping. No, we you like I know. Georgia's Georgia.
0: Pull it together next week, woman. <laughs>
1: Don't just do dream, it. Don't just dream your dreams, Georgia. Yeah. Do it.
0: Here. I'm do looking it. forward to Georgia Dow, Georgia Dow on Splatoon for 45 minutes next week.
1: <laughs> awesome!
2: Yeah. Can't you just like take a, an iPad from Renee and just sell it?
0: Like, a <laughs> Maybe you could sell your Candy Crush account to somebody. He
2: wouldn't notice.
3: Oh no, that's not, that's not going away. Uh, <laughs> but no, he probably wouldn't notice. He has so many, so
0: he'd be like, "Wow, yeah." Yeah, you know, what's an iPad? He's probably, you know, he's got an iPad for every room. He won't even notice if you take one.
3: Right, right, right. Of course.
0: Uh. Uh, well, anyway, you can uh, you can find the show notes for this show at every show at relay.fm slash isometric, or you can go to isometricshow.com. Uh, please do remember to rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps us out a ton, and we super appreciate all the fantastic reviews that you guys leave. Um, you can send your e- your feedback via email to feedback at isometricshow.com. We are, as always, a member of the fantastic and amazing Relay.fm network that just um, welcomed two new shows, Cortex. And reconcilable differences, featuring uh, CGP Grey and Merlin Mann and John Syracuse respectively. So, Woo. you know, it was super exciting for the network this week. Woo. And uh, you can also uh, follow all of us on Twitter. The show's account is at Isometric Show. I am at Wicked Good and Bree. Where can people find you? You can find me
2: unapologetically, without mercy, with no no measure <laughs> will be given to anyone attempting world domination. <laughs> Dowination <laughs> on the Twitter account face <laughs> and,
0: and Maddie, where can we find your dowination?
1: Uh I'm not gonna be dowinating this week. I'm gonna be depressed about moving because I'm oh. moving next week. So you can you can find my packing updates at Sam's Clown on Twitter.
0: Uh and Georgia, where can we find you tweeting from your Wii U?
3: <laughs> oh, with my pixie sticks. Um <laughs> Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Georgia underscore Dow.
0: So uh, thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week. Have a good one.
2: Change your name, your Twitter name to Georgia Dallination. <laughs> do it. You can always change Make your names. name. Yeah. Everybody
1: has to start saying Dallination to Georgia. Alladation, right,
2: yeah. Right. <laughs> Georgia Dallination. That's yeah, a that, that name. does have a ring to it. Tell yeah. Anthony to just change his name legally, along with
0: you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, that's the least he could do. You know, uh,
2: of course. That wouldn't bother them at all. Come on, how would a PT a parent teacher conference go with that? Well, oh, Miss Dallination, oh, oh, I'm sorry, there are no problems. I meant
0: to say have a have a very After
2: nice
3: that, day. After that, they have to say yes to everything.
0: Yeah, that's right. Right. You know, you, they don't want you to go all Dawa Bunga on them. You know, they're going to want to be able to resolve your issues and yeah, you know, make sure that your kids get A's.
2: Dawa Bunga is 2014. Oh, Dallination is the future. Is this the year right. of the Nation, right. like
0: the year of Luigi?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Do it! Do it! <laughs> I really hope that the rest of my apartment complex is like terrified that I've been screaming, "Do it!" What are, they, my... what are they? What are they going to do? Kick you out? I th- they can try. <laughs> they can <laughs> freaking <laughs> try. I'm leaving anyway.
3: My You're neighbors Maddie, are I'm horrible. Not-